this life, gotta make your own deals, chase your own thrills, pay your own bills. On the outer loop, sitting on chrome wheels, phone synced up to the newest chrome bills. On air, who cares if it's right or wrong? I just care which guests they invited on. Without a minute to stall, and there was liquor involved with some hype songs. And the night is young, right on cue, the talking begins. And we check out what Steve Bills got on the blends. A bit grimy. A backdrop from the late 80s to the mid 90s Till it finally takes us to a rhythm that works And K. Chrome spits a verse that he didn't rehearse Both flex skills proving it's all in So gather round for the newest installment Chrome Bills Episode number Episode number one 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 Phase one Episode 111 Coming to you live Chrome Bills with special, special, special guest, DJ Cam3, and I call him Cam3 because I believe this is his third time on the show, fittingly on episode one. What? What? What up, what up, what up, what up? It's third time, right? Our third time. Time. I think you were one of the first guests. It's the third time. Back in like the third time's a charm. Listen, there's always a first time for a third time. I think you're the, there's the, you're the first person we've had on three times. Really? Yeah. I'm honored. You're not sick of us yet? I'm not sick. All right. I would be on here a lot more than you guys probably would like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's good to know. I said it. <laughs> so right out the gate, what are we listening to here? Uh, this is um, Mystery Sound Recordings Compilation Volume 1. And this is... Uh, one of the producers slash MCs, Rhino. The song is called Dregs. Dregs? Dregs. This shit is hard right here. Thank you. Tight. Now where can people get this? Um, you can get it at mysterysoundrecordings.bandcamp.com. Okay. All right. And we're also selling CDs at uh, Dovecoat Cafe. And you can also buy them from us at uh, Baltimore Record Bazaar. Okay. On now, October 23rd. One of the things I know I mentioned this on a previous episode of Chrome Bills, all of which are available on SoundCloud and iTunes. We're also opening up a YouTube channel. But one of the things that I love about Mystery Sound Recordings is your uh, Instagram account. Oh, thank you. You pull some ill pics, man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I get most of that stuff from Tumblr. Okay. And I just follow some ill people, and yeah. I'm like, that looks cool. Let me post it. And, uh, you know, Mystery Sound Recordings were, you know, on some like other other shit okay. so yeah i just try to find stuff that inspires us and other people too so visual representations of Absolutely. a psychedelic nature and cam are you okay. there's some are you running the instagram account solely nice i am good yes. to know yes inquiring mm-hmm. minds want to know steve what were you about to say i was going to say there's some common themes on on the the artwork that you choose though what it's it? like like space i see a lot of space yeah. images yeah um a lot of like technology mixed with nature pictures and right. things of that nature. Right. Things of that nature. Man and machine. Man versus machine. Things right. of that robotic nature. <laughs> <laughs> now tell us a little bit more about uh, what Mystery Sound Recordings is all about. So um, it's a, a bunch of guys that I've known for a long time. And uh, we've been talking about having a collective for the longest time and on the last time i was on here you know like what what does it take to run the label and i was right. like oh, i have a website right i was wrong <laughs> I was completely oh you're bad. wrong it, was, it is much more difficult it's so much more you know that if you want to half-ass it then yeah that's what you say and uh it's it's a lot harder than that um uh we have a lot of meetings okay uh, we talk about what kind of things we want to do 
we talk about release schedules, who wants to release what, um, and uh, trying to you know do it right. So we're having a lot of merch now. We're getting heavily involved in uh, restaurants and coffee shops and providing wow like custom music for their venues. Oh, what's up? And it, we're we're trying to pick some places that are uh, you know not very mainstreamy type of places right that will uh embrace our steez i guess okay um dove coat cafe has been very accommodating to us and we dj there often and uh that's involved that the spot don't you have a weekly yeah. spot on saturdays or something like that yeah that okay that's dove awesome. coat. yep and i uh, have really cool people um they are are super open to anything we want to do and uh, it's great. And it's like right around the corner from my house, so I can just walk there. That's, That's money. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are you going, uh, you bring in crates, you bring in Serato and a thumb drive? Both. Okay. Yeah. So you make that walk with the crates, so that's when the car comes in. That's where the car comes okay. in. Okay. <laughs> Your son's getting old enough. At some point, he'll be able to help you carry crates. I, know, I can't wait. It, yeah. can't, so it can't come soon enough. How are you putting together playlists there? Is it like, are you trying to rock the crowd? Or are you trying to intrigue the crowd? So uh, we haven't talked a whole lot about this because we're we're going back and forth with the owners about what kind of things they want but something that i can say about it is um they wanted us to have like playlists in quotes for different moods okay of their coffee shop okay so the moods were caffeinated midday <laughs> evening and uh -huh. weekend Okay. So we pick a whole bunch of Pitbull songs. <laughs> 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 we just pick a whole bunch of stuff that we think will uh, intrigue people without scaring them away. Like, okay. This is too weird for me. Right. But just weird enough to the to the point where they're like, "What is this playing?" Right. How you know what? Where and you can can't I? come in with like Annie up at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> Not at all. Why not? Yeah. Unless sure. I ran, unless I ran the coffee shop. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it's really cool. It's really cool. I, I like putting all the stuff together, and um, you know we're presenting them with drafts and stuff. But you know it's it's a it's a great partnership. Number one, and it gives us the creativity to do like almost whatever we want. Who right. sets that up? I mean, does everybody on the label have specific roles, or is it a co-op? So um, it is a co-op. We we all do like. Um, particular tasks so uh jehu worldwide he is kind of like our front man and he does a lot of interfacing with these people he's really good at it too and um so he's been handling that uh jehu he's an awesome dude Peace he really is he really is like it's insane how much he's inspired like my life yeah aside from music and stuff but mm. um so rhino he's a graphic artist by trade he does all of our album art okay um and uh, I do all the mixing and mastering. Okay. Um, and uh, all of like the logistics of the label. So I make sure we get all our meetings. I pitch ideas and, and everyone else also pitches ideas. But I also try to corral all music and I think of what kind of projects we can put out together and uh, release them in a logical way that makes sense for the music landscape and for us and realistic goals and timelines and things like that. And I think that's what helps um 
us be successful. So, we're, so tell us what you've released so far and what you've got in the works. So actually on our Bandcamp page, we have 27. Holy albums. shit. <laughs> what? Your <laughs> yeah. label's like how old? <laughs> it's 2014. Okay. So holy um, shit. Busy. And, and yeah. And so just this year we released, um, the compilation volume one. We have released, um, uh, DJ superstar, his solo album, we released uh, Blackadin. He's a new member of the group. Uh, two albums by him okay. a month ago. And uh, at the end of September, we're going to release Soul Funky version, Volume 2. And on Halloween, we're going to release uh, Mystery Sound Compilation Volume 2. Okay. And I'm sure there's some other things for the end of the year, but we haven't, we haven't planned those yet. Okay. Well, you better. You're Good lord! <laughs> and these are all these are all producers, right? Absolutely. Yep. We're okay. All, all producers. But um, some you said Rhino was an MC as yeah, well. Yeah, Rhino's MC. Okay. Justin, he's an MC producer, okay. beatboxer, graffiti oh. artist, break dancer. He does it all. Damn. And he's extremely talented, and and it's not like an inch deep, mile wide sort right. of thing. Uh-huh. Like right. He is. He knows a mile lot. deep, mile wide. Exactly. I mean, he he he's like you know forming like Voltron right right and happens right. to be the head you anytime know? anytime I've ever been around him I was like this is an impressive dude he's like a professional psych psychiatrist right yeah, he's a clinical psychologist psychologist yeah that's I mean, he's crazy I mean he does he not sleep that's like quite <laughs> no, a he doesn't he doesn't um I mean no he does but he he he's so far beyond anyone I know in most realms um I feel like sometimes he only gives me bits of information he thinks I can take at <laughs> He's a like time. You can't you feed a baby mean? steak. So you really, yeah, exactly. And that you know, and that, and I I I embrace that wholeheartedly. Um, but it it's I I feel very fortunate to be working with these guys because they're such a good group of guys and we're all on the same page. And um, I'm glad we were able to get all this together because we had tried to do this you know, three or four times in the past and it didn't really work out as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think now that we're a little older and we're not so heavily trying to make music, our career, yeah. it's a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. You know, we all have day jobs and we're successful and we do this for fun and we're also taking it serious at the same time. So, right. um, we try not to have any like pressure on anyone. Everything is pretty loose and it's a very, um, democratic process yeah you know if anyone has ideas we talk about it and see if we can make it better or it, or it sounds whatever. like a really yeah. motivated organized version of this podcast <laughs> like constructive <laughs> meetings with agendas <laughs> not just a text thread right Nine o'clock, right? Sure. Cool. You getting beer? Sure. Nine forty-five. Can we can we smoke a cigarette before we start this episode? I want to play a couple beats in the background. Since we're talking about music, let me just drop. Go for it. Now, is it hard for you to to accept that when you say you're not trying to make music as a career? Was that a hard uh, realization to have whenever you had it, or you were you always sort of? I think I was always sort of uh, not banking on music being my career it's the engineer in you it is it totally is because uh when i was growing up i wanted to go to music school and my folks were like nah right 
they were like, you know, you can save up and buy whatever equipment you want. You can save up and buy records. You can do it, all that stuff. But yeah. uh, you need something. Yeah. You need money. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and Tell me about uh, it. some some days I'm like, ah, where could I have gone? Right. You know, and then some days I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't. But also it's like, what if I had dumped all of my time and energy into it and, and I would still be at the same place? Right. And on the, and also... That you don't mean like uh, artistic achievements. You mean like financially? Yes, and, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, and, and I know people who have done that. You know, they've put all types of money and energy into it and have little return. Right. And they're dope. Right. And that's, that is more upsetting than anything that I do. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. That that you know that's a thing. Well, you and I have made a record, uh, the two of us, in 2010 called "Broken Clock, Skeleton Key." Yeah. And that was when you were still living in Gaithersburg, right? I was. Yep. That's a great album. You did all the cuts, the mixing, the mastering, a handful of beats. That was a great experience. That was fun. That was really fun. And then we also did an album with Chuck, uh, Jason, who did the beats from Educated Consumers, and you did some beats. And yeah. It's called First Name Basis. I had so that's much fun. That's a great fun. record. Yeah. The recording sessions. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Barack the homie. We were in tears. I would say yeah. of all the releases that I've been a part of, that one is the most slept on. Because like, if you go back and listen to yeah. it, it's it's a very concise, complete yeah. package of a record. There's no skippers. It, it it's kind of all over the place too, though. Where like, it's not one sound. Uh, it's perfectly organized. It's it's one of the projects I'm the most proud of, to be honest. I agree. It's a little ahead of its time, too, in that, like, uh, I think it was right before records started to get shorter and shorter as Spotify and everything became available. I think it's, like, 12, I think it clocks in at, like, 35, 40 minutes, something right. like that. But right. Great record. I actually, I was running out of, uh, People should I was buy running it. out of songs to do over, like, sometimes when I'm working with the band, they'll be trying to find music, and I won't write to everything, so I'll just be, like, using old rhymes just to see if something could work, and then if it works, I'll use something new. I was running out of, uh... <laughs> verses to do that with so the other day I was listening to it and I used like my verse from Civilized and a verse from like another yeah, track that's dope. you know Why another not? thing to piggyback off of that um, not just the projects and how awesome the recording sessions were but the shows we had were dope too like the Strathmore shows yeah. I had such a great time at those shows it was just ram packed that was the second of, of three sold out shows at Strathmore yeah. Yeah. little known fact I was at those shows were you at all three? No. There was okay. a good show at <laughs> Sonar, In fact, you were at none of the shows. Sonar on my birthday. God, right. probably right. three years ago, four years ago now, five years ago? Shit, when was all this? 2011? 2011, yeah. probably, yeah. That was tight. I think, yeah. I, was, I think I was standing behind your mom. And when you were cutting, your mom was like, that's my son. Yeah. <laughs> the way he said it, it oh, sounded shit. like a diss. He's like, I was standing behind your mom. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That didn't that didn't come out right. I was naked. She was too. proud. Mm-hmm. She was proud. Mm-hmm. You were cutting it up furiously on the stage. Yeah. Speaking of proud, Cam has a new son to be proud of. I do. One year anniversary. You got a kid. Things yeah. are going well for you. Very well. I couldn't be happier. Okay. And I haven't been able to say that often enough. Good. Life. You deserve it. Thank you. You're a great. Oh yeah, guy. well deserved. Well deserved. Is there was there a time when you were you were in a Poor spirits in your life? Oh, absolutely. All, really? All, I feel like every time lot. I met you, you've always been like just pretty even keel. Uh, you know, when you're out in public, you know, 
<laughs> don't hey, let don't me tell mistake you uh, <laughs> what's your name again? Now, some people will do that though right no some cam has perseverance you. he has perseverance and stick to but that doesn't mean <laughs> the shit hurts any less right right, right. that's true that's yeah. true man. i mean just like anybody you know we have our problems and highs and lows all that yeah yeah right but you're doing good now. Absolutely. Little man is a he's a joy to be around, smiling at everybody. I know. Your mom couldn't have been prouder. She was holding him. She, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought you were like, yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Your mom. Let's, he's like, Gabe's gonna be like, let's get off moms. I just got off you. Trying to give compliments, man. I know, I know. But yeah, no, he's he's a very good kid. He's Is I he mean, on the label yet? Or yeah. you put him to work? What's he producing? What's he doing? Yeah. I'm 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 like you said earlier, I'm trying to build up his arm muscles right, right. and carry crepes. Right, right. If you right. had to pick a hip-hop element for him to excel in, mm. knowing mm. that egos are for MCs. Jeez. Coming uh, soon. I don't know. <laughs> it's tough to say because I would like him I would like him to be his own person. I wouldn't want to like interject the shit that I want him to be. You right. Know, so. Right. Of course, I would want him to be a DJ and shit, but, you know. DJs are like hermit type people, and I I don't want that for anybody else. <laughs> Hoarders, <laughs> right. Hoarders of some sort. The know? way he was smiling at everybody, though, I feel mm-hmm. like he he'd be like a good promoter. Like you could take the smile that he was already showing and just put that on a flyer. But like I would go to that party. Yeah, but promoters. Yeah, on some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times. Right. <laughs> Ladies free, fifty dollar minimum. You think promoters have a bigger ego than MCs? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think yep. the level of uh, unrealistic grandiosity mm. is probably bigger among promoters than MCs. Now, just like any other walk of life, you got your bullshitters and you got your people that actually like do things. And I think promoter that lends itself to being on some bullshit. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> like, because they feel like they're putting you on. Right. Right. Like I'm getting you on this bill. Right. Here's right. here's here's a free pass to my to my event uh-huh. where there's not going to be anybody and I need you to spend a hundred dollars uh-huh. like that. That's a promoter. Right. That's pretty much on their resume. And then club owners are then a step up above that. Hey, I, you know it's interesting because I feel like club owners. You're not a club owner for long if you're you, at some point you got to be turning a profit, and mm-hmm. that's not an easy environment to make a to make a profit. I would never want to get into that business. No. Me either. Restaurant, you don't want to open the Chrome Bills restaurant? My dad actually owns a bar. I don't know if you knew that. that that's right, does he does. It? Yeah, does, but he's... He does not like it. Oh, really? Yeah. But they do what? They've been around for a long time, right? They've been around for a while. He bought her. It's in... Uh, it? uh, it's, a, it's on the... Uh, it's on the bay. On the west shores of the bay. Yeah. I'll say it like But that. they got, like, they're, they're turning a profit every year. Yeah, they do well. Because I remember it's near... My parents have a place down uh, in that... Towards that area. Right. And I think my dad's actually been in there before. Really? If there's a bar, wherever uh-huh. my dad is, he's going to end up at. Your dad likes he likes to little <laughs> he likes toss to it drink, back man. a little bit. Likes to drink. What's your dad's drink of choice? Vodka. Oh, really? So my man is from... I was from, not expecting you to say that. He's from... Oh, check this out. He's your from, dad's a Russian woman? Well, he's from Youngstown, Ohio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so when he was growing up, it was during the Cold War. So he went to Georgetown for law... He went to Maryland and then uh-huh. Georgetown for law school. Uh-huh. But uh, he also uh, had a major in Russian history. So during the Cold War, the law firm he was working at, they'd be like, yo, like, we need you to go over and have these conversations because you speak Russian wow. and make sure we're not getting fucked over, if I understand correctly what he was telling me. So he spent quite a bit of time over in like Siberia, 
uh, and he, you know, I mean, my, wow. I think growing do, up, you drink vodka growing up in Youngstown, I think whatever it was, he was humble for. Yeah. Once he got over there, it was vodka. He, there's been times like he listen. He's a hardworking dude. He's a great provider. I love my dad, and I don't want you to get the wrong impression. Yeah. But there's been more than one time uh-huh. where he'll just be walking around uh-huh. and pull a fifth of vodka out of his pocket. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And like not like chug the whole thing, but like take take a nip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I'm talking about any time. Are of you day. sure it's a fifth or a three seven five? What's the one a fifth that like is pretty big? A fifth okay. is like the size of a wine bottle. <laughs> My apologies, then. Chug. It's not. You're right. It's not a fifth. <laughs> Which, by out, the way, chug. was the chug greatest imagery slash right? future. I was like, how big are his pockets? <laughs> it must be. It must be the, the old pint. cargo pants on. Yeah, yeah. It's like the a pint flask looking. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a little flask okay. looking thing. Huh. Shit, I just blew up his spot. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> the, <laughs> he'll be trying to case the judge will just hit play on this episode. Too much vodka will make you do funny things. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Tequila and vodka. Not those two. We're not exactly going to be covering new ground, but I do feel like it's okay. worth talking about right. bourbon. No, no, no. You're I'm right. not, I don't. No, I, right. I feel like we should go down this no, road. No, we don't need to. Bourbon will make you a little ornery. You know what I mean? You're, I get the warm and fuzzies with bourbon. Okay. What does vodka make you do? Angry. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think I get I get the anger with the maybe it was maybe it was a Red Bull vodka. You just get <laughs> you just get fired up. Wait, I always felt like that was a, a tough combination because it was like it, just a Red Bull by itself will get you pretty hype. Yeah. And then you add the vodka to remove the inhibition. It's dangerous right So there. you're energetic and don't give a fuck what you do. Yeah, you feel like you can <laughs> right. run through a wall off right. that stuff. Then. Right, right. Uh, what, what about you, Cam? I'm looking at you. What is <laughs> What are the effects on you? I can drink anything. Okay. And it's all right. And, and you're, you're such a chill dude. Right. Okay. But I know people who, you know, can't take dark dark yeah, liquors yeah huh. i know people who can't take tequila yeah and they just turn into a completely different tequila person. is something that can mess with your brain too right. man. Yeah. Right. yeah for sure and i think with the dark liquors like that it's whatever they age the alcohol in okay when alcohol gets distilled it's all clear for the most part and then whatever this is, they this is true whatever they you know age it in it soaks in all of the the anger. Stop. Yeah. It's the anger from the whiskey barrels. What is that, barrels. oak? It's no, the hate pure, oak. It was, yeah, just, it was a hate tree. It was a sphere of emotion anger just floating in the ether. <laughs> Chuck, I've never known you to be uh, to get a little feisty off anything. Do they have effects on you one way or the other? I've thought about this discussion for several years, and what I've come to is that I actually think the effect is relatively the same it's that the way that certain alcohol is digested is mm. why people associate it with certain things. Example being tequila usually taken in shots. Right. Right. Usually a lot of shots. You're not slow playing tequila. Rarely other than Jameson is a brown liquor taken as quickly as someone would take tequila. Right. right. And tequila right. also, as you drink it, begins to not taste like alcohol at all. So you're just right. like, yeah, fuck it. Another yeah. shot. Yeah. And then that's where everyone has a tequila story where they've ended up sick. And it's for that reason. It's like, oh, this yeah. is good. I mean, I remember putting a fifth down with just one other person. Oh. And waking up the, waking put, up the next day. Put you down. School night. School night. Waking up the next day at 11 a.m. in my bed, realizing I was supposed to go to work at 8 a.m. <laughs> Oh. That's pretty interesting. So you think like yeah. the way people talk about tequila and dark liquors is like a social construct? Uh, not the well. No, it's more it's, that it's, it's just you're too you're in it, tune. Like I think that if you if you took fifteen shots of vodka, 
over the span of two and a half hours, you'd feel the same as if you right. took 15 shots of tequila. Right. It's just mm-hmm. that normally with vodka, you're like, oh, what am I doing? A little vodka soda, a little bit of this, you know. Whereas uh, bourbon's the one is where it's like, oh, I drink it straight, but then I'm slow sipping it. So that's where that sort of like, oh, I'm chilling, but I'm a little feisty. Right. You know, I think it kind of fits right in with that like nice even keel of drunken intensity. I went to a show last weekend. Zach Brown Band, actually. Are you guys familiar with him? No. He's a country singer, actually. For whatever reason, he's every the time... Most, he's like one of the most famous country singers right. of all time. Right, Yes. So on We're Axis like, TV, yeah, I I whenever I'd like be watching Axis TV, uh-huh. I'd come across one of his shows, and 20 minutes into it, I was like, God, I'm still watching this. This guy's pretty impressive. So last Friday, I got offered a ticket, and I went, right? I, I started drinking at like 4, and then I got home probably at like 2 in the morning. At no time was I did I feel wrecked. I was drinking a couple different things, but I, I was like, I'm good. The next morning I woke up, I was like dry heaving and all shit. And I was like, yo, I, I can't remember the last time I had a drink of water. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? You were just pumping it through your veins. Well, you know, you like you go for, I, I met up at, at my friend's house and then we, we drove out to a restaurant. The restaurant didn't bring water with like all the other stuff. So then you go to, <laughs> we went at the show, is it Jiffy Lube Live? Mm. They had 24 ounce cans of beer, right? But if you wanted to get two of them at a time, which kind of made sense because of the lines and everything, they had to open them both at the same time. Yeah. That oh, second, yeah. The second oh, yeah. half of that second one, yeah. not good times. So that Bud Light Platinum right. on a hot night with no water. Nasty. But I think my point being like, whenever I get real hungover from something or something fucks me up, a lot of times it's because I'm not like, you know, every other drink, let me also down like eight ounces of water. You know what I mean? Mm. What is the logic of having to open... Both at the same time. Let's think about this because one is like they don't want you to sell it to somebody else. I don't know about that because then you could uh, walk to the end of the line, be like, "I literally just bought this. It's it's yeah. fucking just as cold could as it, it was." Could be a weapon at that point. Could be a weapon. I was wondering if it was the weapon thing that if you you could throw, <laughs> yeah. if you throw a, a Fuck full you, beer Zach. open, Fuck you Zach Brown, half of it. <laughs> That's his name. Be Zach. Gonna be Zach Red. Yeah. Is there a jug in this band name? No. It's uh, not the Zach Brown jug band, is no, it? No, no. Okay. But at <laughs> one point, I mean, it goes to show you like why he's in front of 25,000 people. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm like, let's listen to my podcast. At one point, <laughs> it was like six of them, the way the stage is set up, it almost looks like a, a dick and ball. So, like, imagine, like, the band members come out onto the shaft. And so they're into the crowd. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait, wait, wait uh, so there's yeah, the, the band stage. members playing the shaft? Right. There's okay. the it's stage. Like, it's like Sam's TV he spring sings break. off a ball. Yeah. There's like an extended part like going into the crowd. <laughs> and he and sings I, on the balls? No, like they're all no, on the shaft. No, he's at the tip of the shaft. Oh, he's, he's at the at tip the, of the shaft. The shaft. He's at the... <laughs> no, but they had, <laughs> they had, they had a dude playing a fucking washboard, a he's dude playing the, a jug, uh-huh. and like they'd zoom in on the camera. This sounds terrible, man. It was unbelievable. They were so talented. Huh? They were so talented. Nah, I don't, I'm, not I'm gonna quit rap and do country music from now on. What is that's, this? That's what, what is that's what failed rock stars do. Name yeah, the name. True. What do country? Yeah. Okay. You know, kid rock. Any if you're if you're like uh, yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Do some he's killing it. If uh, yeah, he is. Nelly's killing it. Is Nelly doing sing, country? Sing, hell yeah. Oh what? <laughs> no. I think so, man. I no think way. Nelly has a country album, dude. Chuck, Please fact, cue up a Nelly check Fact check country. it. I mean, if I was Nelly, I would. Where else? What else are you going to do? Hold right. up. We're about to listen to this shit on the go? podcast. I don't I'm seriously, I'm never There's been nowhere to so go but up. Can you hear like... Life. I don't even want to hear it. I want to hear it for like really 30 don't. seconds. My phone just died. It auto-completes and says country grammar. 
Country grammar is not. Yo, country good. grammar could have been a. Oh, yeah, that, that's close, right? I, I'm, if he doesn't Ooh, have a song Nelly called over country grammar and Nelly is now a country artist, he's just. Yeah. He's just not. Yeah. Steve, can I. I want to bring something up, and oh, this is going to be one of my. One of, it's going to border it. on a Get rant. Let's go. Quite, Let's go. But Let's not go. quite. But I think the audience can, can I'm relate to this. That's fine. No, no, no. Did your phone your phone actually j- did just die? Chuck, when's the last time <laughs> your phone died? Cam, I'll present this to you. And then, audience. On Twitter, mm. Facebook, mm. YouTube, leave comments. Let us know how often your phone dies. I don't allow that to happen. Okay, I'm on the same page as you. Oh, I'm all the time. Does it? I don't give a shit. I just, I just. I feel like maybe we've talked living. about this before. Where like you, I was like, why don't you have a charger in your car? He's playing the he's playing a Nelly country song right now. <laughs> oh come on, man! How is this? Is country? that it? What's it called? <laughs> what I tell you? Yeah. Holy Yo, plug you that should, shit in. You, you should have <laughs> Tim McGraw featured on it. Oh, God. Oh, come on. Come on, The only Nelly. thing worse than this on, dog hear, shit me, song I is hear this one horse lyric. shit video that I'm having to watch while... Yo, I want to hear one lyric. Just give me... I just want to hear one punchline. This is this is uh, compelling uh, podcasting. I'll give you that, but I think That's we should Nelly singing. We should move on to something. Can you imagine if that was the song that I don't got know like, many, the podcast I mean, taken down for uh, copyright infringement? That's that trivia such night a right sad there. moment. That's, that's Which rapper night. has a country album? Yeah. You think he's the only one? Uh, remember LL Cool J had that kind of song. Yeah, he accidental had that racist. Con- accidental racist was okay. an amazing song. Now is that more sort of an art imitating life piece where he was like, I'm gonna assume the role of a country star to point out the racist nature of the people that listen to <sighs> I this? I think he was dead serious on that. I think that he was serious was on it. Right? Serious that was a weird fucking that was a weird <laughs> you serious for this one? <laughs> 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 Yo, you serious for this Would you one? ever do a country you got what's the country act signed to Mystery Sound Recordings? Jimmy Jimmy Cricket I don't know Did we I mean as As their representation We probably should have Been a little bit more aggressive About stepping you with this Can we Can we pitch you on our crew Different styles Go ahead Pitch it Okay There is (laughs) Pitch pitch it it for what Exactly We want you to sign We want a release We We need a release We want one different styles We want a big signing bonus You heard of Mr. Lisp Hit me Mr. Lisp, is it, he's on the label. He's pretty ill. A word? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Don't forget the Stump, ghostwriter of the label, Stumpy S. Cargo. Right. S. Cargo is right. on there. Right. Uh, stick and Move. <laughs> <laughs> stick and Move. Actually, we have an MC battle scheduled to promote the album. It's going to be Stick and Move versus Bob and Weave. It's a two-on-two <laughs> MC battle. Yo, don't sleep on Bob, though. You think Weave's the one who's moving around, but Bob is nice. What's Weave's hair situation looking like? Not Just good. A Caesar. Not good. He it's needs money. Caesar. He, needs, he needs press photos. Well, we also have, uh, there's a dude who, every time he drinks Heineken and gets real depressed, he's called Lonegan. <laughs> <laughs> So he's, he's, he's not working out too well. <laughs> I was actually trying to think. I was like, what would the Mystery Sound Recordings different styles label be? Uh-huh. And it's the easy way is just the opposite. Of, so that's three words. Styles well, different. Like, what's, the if, what's the opposite of mystery? Obvious. <laughs> Ob- <laughs> obvious sight <laughs> productions. <laughs> Live obvious sight. Right. Right. I don't so know. So that's a no? 
yeah. think about it. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll run it by my it's people. It's not a hard no. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. No, it's put it up the food chain. I'll take a can soft we get no. It, can we get it on the agenda for the next meeting? Yeah, that's right. Put us on the meeting. At least hash it out. What I'd like you to do is send me a rough demo. Okay, it's going to be rough. It's going to be real rough. It's going to be real rough. Okay. And then we'll talk. All right. All right. They're tough. They're tough to get together. Like, imagine if the Wu Tang Clan had zero talent. Uh, there was fifty more of them, and RZA wasn't controlling things. That, and their mom had to drive them everywhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> are, that, are they all related? Yeah. I didn't, wow. Yeah, that's a new twist. Uh-huh. Wow. Country that's cousins. That's <laughs> country cousins. Country, country, country cousins. No, Do they you, all have the same mom, but they all have different dads. We got a country, really we got a country singer, uh, John Blackband, <laughs> is on there. <laughs> <laughs> it always threw me off when my parents would be like, yo, this, this is aunt so-and-so. And then I get older, I was like, that's not aunt, it's just your friend. Like, you could have just been like, this is my homie. She's going to take you to McDonald's sometimes. You oh, know what I mean? Aunt? Oh, they say like, yeah. I always aunt. feel like you know what I mean. Yeah, don't stop fucking with kids like that and tell everybody <laughs> right. their uncle. Then the, right. you know because my I think the thought process is it's just easier than explaining who this person is. But like now, nah, at some point, like that explanation's gonna gonna happen. So why don't I just do it now? Right. You know, trust this person. Right. Yeah. Right. They're six. It's, They're your uncle. Yeah. They should. Is, yeah, is friendship really that hard of a concept to break? Through? <laughs> this is my friend. It doesn't <laughs> right. have to be your uncle. Right. Right, right to a kid. <laughs> right. You're, we're all related. This is all one big family. Don't ask questions. We all come from stars. I get like that macro level of it. But I mean, just like in the human, the phylum of all that stuff, don't be telling me who's ma and uncle. Kind of sore about that shit, man. Chuck, how was your trip to uh, North Carolina? And we got to talk about the De La Soul album, which you had brought up as something you'd be listening to. It was good, man. Did you see um, Trip Was Great, Relaxing Off the Grid, one of the few places that I know of in the country where your cell phone literally can't work if you wanted to and you just go into radio silence other than limited, limited Wi-Fi. And my dad lives in an area that's so far out. I want you to grasp this in 2016. So far out that he doesn't have unlimited data for the internet service at his house. Wow. <laughs> like the, <laughs> right, so the Wi-Fi, like there's like a The one that cap. comes with your cable box. Yes. Wow. What is the cap? Is it a gigabyte or... It's yeah, like there's a as you soon as you get the Wi-Fi password, he's like, there will be no Netflix and no HBO go- streaming this weekend, guys, because that's like a gig an episode. Right, you can't do it. Right, can you hotspot that shit? Hotspot that shit. I, mean, I think you, you when you hotspot service. it, still goes to something else. Yeah, you could. Yeah, this okay. is cell service. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, so that was a, that was cold, like throwing throwing out a word where he didn't really know how. Right, right, like, right. Can we just, just hotbox that? Just, just add up the RAM, you know, you'll be fine. Slingbox, right? Reimage it, reimage it, you'll be fine. What did you do? Uh, you just read some it? magazines, kicked it on the you water, listened to a shitload of music, but it was nice. all stuff stored to my phone. Played poker. Awesome. Did you fit? Did you enjoy not being beholden to checking your phone for some bullshit soccer score every five minutes? Well, we, yes, it was great too because two of the days I was down there were work days, and I get you know, right, hundreds of emails a day, and I have it in my personality where I can't not look. Right, like I've I've left work early on a Friday at two o'clock, and been eight hours into drinking at ten o'clock at a urinal and decided to start reading. <laughs> I, I just don't know yeah. why I can't do it, but it's yeah. just it's there. I don't know if it's the fact that. I don't like any of the red circles with numbers in them That's on my I phone. So I just I have to see it, and I'm like, how did this get up to 41? Who's talking shit? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. But so the trip was good. What did you think of the De La Soul album? 
I uh, well, I'm gonna start with this and say that I, I'm very happy to see that it was the number one album on Billboard for the month of August, or at least for this week. Wow! Yep. And uh, it was the number one selling vinyl for the last week of any genre, which I think is awesome. Uh, with that being said, uh, it's, it's average. <laughs> I don't, I don't love it. Right. I mean, there's we some cool shit on it. There's definitely some good songs, but I, I think uh, we, we talked about it a little before the show or on text where. Cole said there's just it's a little schizophrenic there's just too many it's it there's too many songs that are all over the place that don't necessarily form a cohesive product we were talking a little bit before the podcast about it and um <clears throat> uh we were i i i've only listened to about half of it so far and i feel like it's a good way for millennials to pick and choose songs that they like and then expose them to de la and hopefully expose them to their older catalog as well. And uh, I heard, you know, there was a couple of songs that I thought were kind of cool. And then uh, some songs that I was like, that's very different and interesting. And I haven't like fully soaked them in yet. And I've just been kind of listening to them in an overall way. And I'll probably listen to it, you know, another four or five times to figure out, you know, in more in depth of like, hmm, you're trying to figure out where they're coming from with this. And uh, you were talk, Cole. You were talking earlier about the beginning and the end, and how it ties in together. It's one, it's one of those things where the the more I listen to it, I gotta remember to turn <laughs> the mic on. Yeah, really good. yeah what was that about? <laughs> album is like, I turned the mic off because I'm like, I'm fucking like fidgety and burping and farting. And what can I'm giving is shout out, shout out to Cubby Bear. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Cubby Bear. <laughs> this is my favorite. Shout out to YU. Who are you? Um, the more I listen to it, I'm trying to figure out now is, um, let's split it into like quarters or whatever. I'm like, is this, are all the genres in their own particular quarters? Is it spread out? But every time I listen to it, I'm like, I feel like there's a bigger theme to this that I'm not quite catching yet. Like the skit where it's talking, the day you go, Dave, where he's like, ah, fucking everything sucks now. And then they're like, no, check this out. You know what I mean? It seems to tie together whatever else has been happening throughout the album. Right? The anonymous nobody? Yeah. Okay. But to your point, too, about them, like, they were always kind of, particularly when they were working with Prince Paul, like, you know, like the uh, Three Feet High and Rising or Blue Mind State, like, those were always very abstract records. I feel like Stakes is High was their first, like, yo, this is just a straight rap record. I agree. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so Great every album. time. Great fucking The album. first. Whenever I listen to something new from them, like you were talking about the one that had ooh, ooh on it, and then there was like the grind date or something. My first, whenever I listen to a new De La Soul record, I go in with this preconceived idea. I'm like, all right, so which which of these, which De La am I getting? Am I getting the Prince Paul weirdo shit? Am I getting the straightforward rap shit? And the thing about them, and that's sort of the, what I landed on, even when I was like, all right, like, you know, genre-wise, it's a little bit all over the place that seems like it's working against it. They're just such good writers. They're such good MCs, you I, know? I think because they're so good, they can do whatever Pull they Pull that want. off, yeah. You know, I think that De La has been <clears throat> slept on a little bit in the hip-hop community. Yeah. Just a little bit. But then overall, just as musicians, like heavily slept on. Right. Like there's plenty of people who are, that aren't like true hip-hop heads that would really enjoy De La, but they just don't for some reason i almost feel like they're a they're one of the more underground groups but with like three or four hits 
If you took like that. five songs out of their catalog, they wouldn't be nearly as known as they are. Right. Give but me the five biggest De La songs. Me, Ooh. myself, and I. Yeah. Ooh, with Redman. Stakes yeah. is high. Stakes is high is big. Um, there was something the huge business off the Common. grind dig. Yeah, that one was good too. The one. Um, the MF Doom joint is The MF big. Doom joint was big. Mm-hmm. What was the big single off Balloon Mind State? Uh, Ego I mean, Trip. Ego Trip, Ego Break of Dawn. Yeah, or yeah. Break of Dawn, Break of Dawn, yeah. It's so easy. We didn't mention this is a, this is a big track. Yeah, but the, oh, I mean, probably commercially though, it's like me, myself, and I, and Ooh are probably right. the biggest. Two. But though, but right. like me, myself, and I, like particularly at that time, that's like a top ten rap song okay. out of that. Oh, era. dude, they're playing oh, yeah. that at weddings every, yeah. you know, every oh, yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah. But that's not like then. So they have that. I wonder if they're at points where like let's just get that single out of the way and then we can focus on doing some interludes you know? i mean i don't i think they they resented that song for a long time yeah i can you see know? that feeling trapped by their success yep but also i mean even though that that song is being played at weddings i would guarantee you 99 percent wouldn't of the people wouldn't know who right. it is right oh true which is, which is just like know, yeah yeah is this kanye like, west <laughs> It's also one of the few songs that they have that has like a really. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, and you guys might say I'm wrong about this. Actually, I'm gonna backpedal. But don't backpedal. To me, it's one of the songs that has a really, really, really noticeable sample. Like, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's over the top noticeable. Yeah. yeah, it's funkadelic. Yeah. As I was saying it, I was like, wait, am I forgetting something no. else? But uh-huh. no, I guess I, it is just that one. I literally reached for the soundboard. I was gonna hit wrong. He's the fucking king of New York. Wrong. But that's on yours, right, Chuck? That's on mine. And not anymore. I haven't even hooked the. I gotta hook the soundboard up. Okay. You guys are all very polite about this album. I think it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. Why? I, I, I just it doesn't really sound like it sounds like a pop album to me. Okay. It doesn't really sound like. No, a, you're talking about John, like uh, how it's trying to cross over in a different yeah, genre. I think it's. I think it's trying to. Cro- fucking. I think it's trying to cross over. Yeah. Super hard. Should we cross over and? I think we need to. I think we let's get into. Uh, do you want to listen to a song off of there? Sure. How about the pain? Snoopy. Song? Okay. I like that's the one I like. That's the most successful. The pain one. is the one I like yeah. off of there. So you don't want to do that. Uh, the one with Usher on it. I find myself really liking the Usher song. As weird as that is. That's, that's oh, Snoopy that's called right? Greyhounds. That's oh, co- Greyhounds. Yeah, yeah, Greyhounds. I thought the the rapping part on Snoopy so far was my favorite. Yeah. I okay. Like, well, who's the who's the band up. that they're playing with? That's playing like the in the physical sense. Who is that? I don't know. I better have that song right. Like I think we're all happy for their success. Yeah. Right. Oh, you think? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think all of us respect them artistically. reaching out artistically to do something different. Right. But do we have to like it? I, has it grown on you the more you've listened to it? No, I would say it. Has. It's grown back. I, when I first heard the Snoop track, yeah. the Pain song, I was like, okay, if the songs sound like this, or they're, you know. You're with it. At least as catchy as this, I can get with it, right. even though it's a commercial How sounding. How many times have you listened to it? I'm um, like two times through. Yeah. So I was talking to Dez over Do the they weekend. Deserve, Shout they deserve to, to get more than two spins? I mean, I don't know, but would you say that it's like just missing the mark, or is it too far ahead of your time of of its time right now? Uh, I, I, you know, because I haven't listened to the whole thing all the way through yet. I just I just I'm, don't I'm, like the pro- I, the production to me is just not. It's not hip hop sounding enough to me, you know. So far, I feel you. There, yeah. You know, in the beginning, it was like a couple rock songs. I was like, oh, "This is interesting." I wasn't expecting that. Right. I think my expectations aren't being met yet. Right. I'm trying to to not 
allow that to jade <laughs> my interpretation yet, True. you know? It's yeah. kind of hard to, to describe. Yeah, but. I hear you. I, I will say the more each with each progressive listen, I've listened about five times through. Uh-huh. Each time, I don't even know if I would say I like it more. I recognize more about what they were trying to do. Okay. But, and, and that was sort of the point we were making in our conversation during the, the, the massively intense pre-production meeting mm. uh, that I don't know if that's what you want with today's audiences. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you want to. I don't know if you want to say to them by by your twelfth listen on this. By the way, the, this release came out with thirteen today, and there'll be forty others tomorrow. And then four. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you can afford to ask people to listen to something that many times. If this album had one song that was as good as the Spirit of the Wu Tang, yeah, I would have been with right. it. Well, okay, know? okay, that that's indicative of their entire career that they'll have like that one hit. That everybody can grab. It's almost like if the hieroglyphics had like ten other hits. True, but you know I, I, would, I, mean? I would actually make an argument that two of the, at least two of their best songs are not even on their own releases, which would be "Spirit of the Wu Tang" and then uh, the joint on the DJ Honda. The over it's called "Over Troubled Waters." Okay, yep. that was a dope I mean, song. The, do you really? Do you, are you feeling track. "Spirit of the Wu Tang" like that, Chuck? Oh fuck yeah! Okay, I, I mean, am. That's too, in the hundred, hundred listen club. Dude, I, that song is crazy to me. So, th- and it kind of came out of nowhere. It's like a blog post song. You know what I mean? So, yeah. why do you think they didn't put it on an album? It was just it was a heater, but it didn't really fit in the context of probably. something else they were doing. Yeah, it might probably. be a sample issue. Okay, could be a sample issue. Oh, well, who would get at them about that? Not Wu Tang, Tommy Boy, or whoever. What did that come out on? Oh. Loud, loud, yeah. yeah Owning the rights. <clears throat> Are you gonna let people use your use mystery sound recording stuff in like a Pete's Coffee commercial? <laughs> I think that's where the money is, man. Uh, I, Merchandise. I, I'd, I'd have to think about that. Okay. It depends on the context of the commercial. Okay. I think probably not because the constraints I would want on how on what it's being used for would be too tight for anyone to be like, okay, okay sure, we'll do whatever you want. Okay. So, yeah, probably not. Okay. Like Frisky's hip-hop cat food. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, it, it, <laughs> I'd have to know what the ingredients <laughs> of the cat food are. True. I feel like instrumental off. music in particular is it sort of lends itself to being like oh I don't know what is the connection with Bounty you know what I mean like huh. you just play something in the background and it's just got like that it, it matches up energy wise but I feel like once you start to get into lyrics it's like you know right. I'm morbid I'm absorbent you know what I mean like no one wants to hear that shit just play, <laughs> <laughs> play a fucking a dope instrumental I'll in like the background are you talking about group home right now <laughs> right, 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 oh, right, right, right. I actually did you ever hear when uh, group home did the commercial for Groupon little daps like talking like, about how he, he missed out on a deal because <laughs> no, no, like the window closed it was only there for five days and he's like so much anger built inside <laughs> I was gonna say it was like a Groupon for uh, Delta Airlines like you trying to take flight <laughs> <laughs> like who kid <laughs> like, like as I start to rock and Jock, these low prices. <laughs> Did we ever have a... You know, it's funny because... I, oh, Stop. my God, I'm about to kill it. Go ahead. I feel like group home uh, is literally different styles manifested. Like, shit. I was like, yo, I can't make fun of... I can't make a whacker version of group home for different styles. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be like if group home was produced by, uh, I don't know, fucking Swiss Beats or something like that. You know what I mean? Ooh. How bad would that? You know what someone should do? Go the opposite direction and take group home acapellas and put them over whack beats. 
You know what I mean? Wow. That would just be a waste of time. <laughs> Seriously. That much time on their hands. Oh, man. Is that, talking Dapp about doing things just for a vindication. Did you really? Yeah, I thought Little Dap was a strong ten time. Ten times? I'm going huh? ten times. Well, you know what ten times zero is? Zero. <laughs> the only person that would do the group home over bad beats would be like an MC looking for vindication that could then play it and be like, see? Right. See? I told you these dudes were trash. Right. I, you know, whatever works for you. <laughs> Halfway, halfway home. Yo, now, if you know tracks off the second group home album, that's how I need to know how deep you guys are getting. No, not not deep enough. I think there's a premiere track off the second album that's kind of fire. Well, so the like second, he didn't do the whole album, but he did a song off the. Why not? Like, what did he think was gonna happen? <laughs> why not? <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I, I'm like, you guys, what did, how did that meeting go? Like, now you guys will be all right. I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna go get a haircut. <laughs> yeah, straight. <laughs> I'm producer for KRS now. Right, right. So Bye. I have some singles from it, and I don't even remember what the songs are. Mm. There's a track off the second album that's far. How do you how how do you did they step to producers or did producers come at them? Who did the beats on that record? God, I got on the second the, one. Yeah, well, I don't know. We should. Uh, we should. <laughs> By the way, the there's a third. I don't album. even want to listen to the. Day there's right. a third, third album. It came out in 2008 called Where Back, but I think it meant to be We're Back, but it's spelled <laughs> W H E R E. Stop playing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Uh, the second this album, is... 1999, that's called A Tear. For the ghetto. So wait, they waited nine years to put out the third record? I almost feel like that'd be like yeah. me trying out for an NFL team now. <laughs> like, when I was 20 years old, it was really a distant possibility, and now it's just a joke, you know? So uh, I want to bring something up. Uh-oh. Okay, okay. Oh, here right. we go. Let's I, get see, it I it. see it burning from your eyes right now. Burning. Burning. So I'm beefing with Cole right now. Beefing. Oh, beefing. shit. Soundboard ready? Hey, yo. You got that? Who are you? So, on the last episode, right. Cole was talking about how he can't talk to people who don't dudes. watch sports. Can't dudes. talk to dudes. Right. Yep. I was one of the exceptions. Thank you. Hey, yo. But he said that I don't know anything about football. Semantically, I, f- I fucked that one up. And there's no Didn't you excuse. play football in high school? So, I played <laughs> high school football. I should have jumped to your defense. I knew that. I have a state championship ring. I know. And I started for three years. Hey, How many boy, rings dude. you got, Cole? On uh, one How many the, state on championship the, rings you got? I don't got? even have a wedding ring On yet. one of the best teams in the state. In the history of the state. In the history of the state. I and got, we'll go con- pile on. continue <laughs> to dominate of in America. the state. All right, so. I, do, I, I mean, I have no defense. I, I accept your apology. I, I apologize. I, th- I hope you don't take it personally. I accept I don't. So we, so what he's trying to say is that we could have done the live broadcast of the sports. Of we could have. Of the football game. We could have. Do you understand the, the inherent flaw of a live broadcast <laughs> that gets posted five days later? It's not about <laughs> the actual game. It's about our, our commentary. Yeah, it's about yeah. our commentary. Keep telling yourself that because we'll lose audience members. No, that's, totally, that's why I'm, I'm live tweeting the first season of The Americans right now on Twitter, <laughs> if anyone just happens to be diving in on Netflix. <laughs> right, right. You got me good. <laughs> well, here's the other... K-C-R-O-M-O-Z-O-N-E on Twitter. <laughs> I just found out that they're actually Russian. Can I present Pretty this crazy. to you as well? Present it. Let's say that there was... Uh, they were going to have... They're like, all right, we're going to play... Over the next four days, we're going to play all 12 new Star Wars, okay. right? yep. But we're going to play one of them on Thursday, and then we're going to play the next 13 on Sunday. And then on Monday, we release a podcast talking about the first one. That's essentially <laughs> what you Because there's like 14 games on Monday. 
right. You wouldn't know that. In my mind, it was an amazing idea. <laughs> I even re- we talked about it. I no, no, I think like, you said great. That's you a said great, great idea. Great you didn't even say I just was like, idea. well, that good. That he means it's a great idea. That means I won't have to ask us to reschedule to record because then I'll just be able to watch the game. And then the more I thought about the reality of it, I was like, this is a terrible idea. I was going to ask you to teach me about football. Is the what o- I was the only do. way that that would be a good idea if, if the podcast was being streamed at right. while it was live. Right. And that's what I said. Yeah. A live broadcast. How we can barely fucking record one. How are we going to do it live? <laughs> yeah, I believe there's like a oh, really? yeah, about the 15 minute mark. You got to do some editing. I think the oh, where fine. the shortfall on this has always been, other than the fact that if the NFL found out, I'm sure they'd shut down the fact that we were True. doing the live Very, broadcast. You're right. You're right. Uh, would be Fuck is em. my audio right because I'm I'm not in the room with you guys right now. But through the mi- it's through the mystery. You're right. I'm sound not recording to think about that. that it's able to sound like it's four of us in the room. The exactly. I my do man, feel like that's, that's a very all or nothing uh, policy for the NFL to have. Because I'm like, what, 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 what could fucking possibly go wrong with us live broadcasting a game, right? But I think their mentality is probably, look, if we let you do that and someone's got like, it's a slippery slope kind of thing. And so they just shut everything down. Huh. Eh, you know, if someone's ha- listening to, to you, then they're press. not listening be to the game for you. Press on, on it, you know? But yeah. I mean, even in like bars, they have to pay to broadcast like right. the Super Bowl. Right. You know, they have to pay money. It's kind of like... Um, when they have a big fight, they're like, you got to give us 10 grand to have know, this like, boxing match. It's like a bar being able to have DJs or to play music, you have to have an entertainment license. Right. Uh, and they can, you can get shut down because people need to get paid from them you know, you playing their music. It's the same sort of thing. Right. I mean, group homes got to get theirs. Exactly. You know how many bars I heard group home in? <laughs> yeah. They need their money. They're, you know? they're, well, they're big at weddings too. Oh God, that would be, that would be. The realness. Yeah. The, 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 the realness. <laughs> That'd be such a dope, like a uh, prank video to make. Like if we could get one of you guys hired as like a wedding DJ, oh but then like for the, the couple's the first illness. dance, you played the real. The realness. <laughs> the realness. <laughs> Right. Dun, just, dun, 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 it's an all group home wedding. Dun, 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 dun. Wow. The realness. Yeah. Throw it at him. You got to do it during the chicken dance song. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got a game tonight. I'm going to I'm gonna go against a little bit what I have been what I was saying about I'm gonna get the relevancy. You guys can get them? Yeah. Can you grab one? The, but the, I, I want to know what you think, though. What you want? Cam, you know a lot about football, Heineken. as I said in episode yes. 110. Heineken, Heineken please. You got Carolina on the road against Denver. Uh, Carolina's minus three, so that means they have to win by three, or they have to win by more than three points. Who do you think will win that game? Denver's going to win. Okay, all right. I'm going to go head to head with Cam. I'm going to go Carolina for the reason that even when I was watching the game earlier, I wasn't sure who was playing quarterback for Denver. Well, okay, all right. Do you, when you watch football, do you, does the point spread, do you care about that? Does it mean anything to you? So here's the thing. I said I was beefing with you earlier. Okay. But I understand why you said what you said because I don't watch sports. Okay. So okay. that stuff doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> so but you, sh- I already so you know should what, apologize to me is what you're saying. I'm not going to do but that. But Cam, you played, you played what, D-line? Did you play D-line? Am yeah, I, I, did, I that did right? D-line and offensive line, yeah. But, so uh, basically what he's saying, Cole, is you can't block me. Right. No. So I who are you to speak? <laughs> I was talking earlier about the time I, I played safety. I got fucking pancaked. And I stood up. I was like, I can throw the ball. That's it. Why the hell am I back here trying to fucking tackle some 240-pound roided-out lacrosse player? The fuck is happening? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it is interesting, though. One of the, As I did mention uh, in that episode, you and I have always had 
uh, one of those relationships where we'll talk about quite a few things. I feel like, uh, you know, sports even, it is there to a certain degree, but I will say that I remember coming to your house and seeing a helmet that had a lot of marks on it. And I asked you about, and you're like, I, I, you were very humble about it. You're like, I started for three years on a state championship team. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know that I ever inquired more about it until we talked about it tonight. Right, right. I should have, because we have that kind of open door policy. That was actually the first helmet I had my senior year. Okay. And at the end of the year, you could buy your helmet back if okay. you wanted to. How much? I don't know. I I basically... I had that helmet for I think three or four games, okay. and that was it. Like so, all those marks were from those games. Wow! But I cracked it hitting somebody. Holy shit! And since it, when it breaks like that, yeah. you have to get a new helmet. Yeah. So I just gave the the new helmet back, and I kept the cracked one, so I didn't have to pay for it. That's kind of dope. Yeah. And that's that's probably got more sentimental value than the new one. Absolutely. Did. Yeah. Because you smashed some fucker. Right. Head Fuck Sherwood. Sure did you, would you let your kid play football with all ne- the stuff that's happening? Never. Because of the head injuries? Absolutely. Okay. I've hit people before. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've hit somebody in games or practice and, you know, you see that little white flash. Yeah. And that's your brain hitting the side of your skull. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. You know, you're in high school. You don't know. You're yeah. like, woo, you shake it in off. In the 1800s, they're like, oh, that's just God telling me to tough it out. Like, no, <laughs> no, that's your brain smacking against your skull. I'm just, I'm just very, I, I, you know, I don't know if I've ever had any issues. Yeah. But I feel like I haven't. You know? <laughs> okay. So, I thought you were going to go the other way. No, with no, it. no. But, you know. I, I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it's scary to think about. Yeah. And all the things that are coming out nowadays about uh, head injuries and football and right. stuff like that. And, you know, thank you, sir. It, I'll take a beer, please. It's scary, you know, and I wouldn't want that for my kid. C- concussions right. are also one of yeah. the uh, least understood and most undiagnosed things that goes on for all athletes. Exactly. And it's crazy how many athletes that have concussions or they end up being so erratic and they die so young and yeah like, i mean how often are football players dying and they're like 50 and 60 right and people live so long nowadays or living a, or having a quality of life that is so marred by depression or exactly. other brain injuries yeah. yeah and all the drug abuse too and steroids and who knows what else people were taking to yeah. get that edge yeah well that that's the other thing too is i think anytime i talk to a, somebody who's got a they're in a position where they have to make a decision with their child about it. I think a lot of times that the conversation goes to like the trappings of being a pro athlete. I'm like, so your eight year old kid will have all of those mental problems from the hitting without like <laughs> with any no of the good parts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to get retarded for free? <laughs> like, well, know. Chuck and I actually went to a, a conference on synthetic turf fields. And, uh, as part of that conference, they had a big portion of it was all about, uh, uh, head injuries wow. and talking about head, head injuries and the things that I walked away with is that the highest incidence of concussions comes from uh, girls youth soccer really yep wow so youth soccer girls who play uh, soccer are the ones who are the most susceptible to the head injuries is that because they're not uh, there's no way to, to not sound like an asshole but, <laughs> but I'm saying like well I think there's just a in lot the of neck Yeah, it's the neck muscles aren't developed. Okay. Well, I guess, Chuck, if if you recall, what were they saying? Your neck muscles aren't really developed until you're like 18 or 19. Yours, but why girls as opposed to boys? Um, You need a strong neck. 
that's a good question as to why it was girls my, more. My than, question more was going to be: Are like I feel like with little boys, I don't, I don't know the diff. I don't know exactly why it was girls instead of boys. I'm sure boys have a really high incidence uh-huh. of uh, of concussions as well. But they're saying that it's not just, uh, it's not just you know, uh, head impacts. It's like your head hitting the ground or your head heading the ball, like all those things. I mean, you, when you teach kids to head the ball into the goal, you want them to be accurate. And when you're a defender, you want them to be accurate to be in the same place at the same time. So you're training them right. to have their heads at the ball at the same time. Like you're training them, you them to point have the, to the perfect, forehead. You're, like, you're training them to have the perfect concussion. Look, you want. <laughs> yeah. Look, By the way, I headed a soccer ball uh, over the weekend. I was playing soccer when I was in North Carolina. And. Like we were fucking around and like had a fake goal and doing crosses and shit like that. Yeah. And I really went up and got after one and uh-huh. pretended I was 18 yep. and got a really nice connection on it. And I was like, damn, like, I can't believe people do this 50 times a day. Like, in Oh, it practice. hurt like that, huh? Oh, yeah. Like it stayed with me for like a half an hour. Wow. Like oh, not damn. like a concussion or anything, but just that feeling of like. I was like a little bit out of sorts. Like Did maybe you, the maybe the brain didn't hit the side of the skull that hard, but you know, it was like that feeling when you're parallel parking and you just give the car behind you like a little <laughs> look tap, <laughs> like a little oh inner city moi. Like just yeah. a kiss. Yeah. Mwah. Can I tell you I gave I gave a little something <laughs> a, a big old kiss on the way over here. Steve's the, oh. the new uh the new Chrome Bills podcast uh recording studios, Haleo Studios out the window. In the sticks. Noodle King out the window. Noodle we're King actually, is out. We're still looking for a a sponsor. You you're out there. Pine Today, trees are sponsored. Pine trees. Today a raccoon. I I could there was nothing I could do. I yeah. feel terrible about yeah. it, but man when I when that thing hit the tires, I was like, "We're both going out, G." I thought I was gonna spit out into the fucking forest. That was a big raccoon too. But so that happened maybe ten minutes before I got to your house. Yeah. And then I was like, as soon as I got inside, I was like, "So the garage door's open. If that thing was like trapped on my axle or something, like holding onto the tire, yeah, you got two sleeping kids upstairs. It would be good. <laughs> How would you? Yeah, that'd have been tough." So I'd, like, I'd be like, like, wait till Cam gets here. He'll take the, care of it. You got like the Revenant <laughs> fucking raccoon or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just out for, right. out for, out yeah, for that, blood. That, right. That thing is breathing slowly on the side of the uh, yeah. I feel, I bad feel terrible. I feel bad for him. There's yeah. nothing you can do. No. On, on a brighter side, I did some dumb shit this week. Okay. Uh, and this isn't the first time I've done this. I uh, went to the gas station, started filling up, went to get a cup of coffee, got back in my car, just fucking drove off with the... Okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> How bad Did, was the damage? Disconnected the the uh, hose from the. Was from gas the, oh, are you serious? <laughs> nah, are you serious? No, there's probably a valve inside. Dog, are still. you kidding me? I drove the fuck away. Did you? <laughs> it's still hose. in there. You know I, threw, how, I threw the hose to the side. And you know how much those things cost? They're like thousands of nah, dollars. Nah, they're not that much. They are. No, nah, no. Nah, but see, the difference. He, I know a little bit about them. I shouldn't put myself on blast like this. Yeah, but it, was funny. Fuckers, it was funny. Yeah. You know, they have your license plate. Uh, no, they got... Um, Mr. They Jerk. Got, they got Breakaway. Dude, this isn't the first time I've done this. <laughs> this week. <laughs> How many times have you my done man, this in your life? My man routinely my does okay. this. He's going to stop going in to get coffee just <laughs> off the fear that he's going to do it again. He, yeah. he, puts the, he puts the gas in, and then he just sits back in the car. So if you look up Wait at the top, there's a, they have a, it's a, there's a Breakaway for right, it. Right. They all have So it. they can... 
they can snap it back into place. And I, I probably shouldn't know but that. Does but does gas come <laughs> pouring out no, of whatever? Okay. No, 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 no there's the valve. It's like instantly it gets shut off. So, so. it's it's dummy proof, but not Steve proof. Yeah, I played like I was going to go inside and then drove the <laughs> yeah. fuck away. When did you notice it? Huh? When did you notice that you had done that? Oh, like, oh, instantly you like, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the lady behind me just was shaking her yeah, head. Yeah, like, yeah. She was just shaking you her head at joint. me like this. You, you got know? the head shake. That's probably and the I was part like, that oh, hurt the most. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, disappointment. Oh, she was so disappointed yeah. in me, and I was like, but boy, so in I humidity. Like, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You yeah. know, I'm just things are moving so fast today. I was like, I'm gonna go talk to them, and I just put the host aside and drove the fuck off. Well, wow. I knocked that out. Wow! I thought you drove away with it. Drove away with it. No, no, no! I took it off and put it next to the. <laughs> okay, all right. you know, like they a can, dead raccoon, I threw it to the side <laughs> of the road and fucking <laughs> drove off. Captain Do you think just clip it back on? They'll be alright. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I okay. thought you meant like you drove away with yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> that like, would have been funny. Like, yo, it's in my garage. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> next time I'm gonna do that. Tell that shit. We should get sponsored uh, by that gas yeah, station. Yeah, sometimes like you're just moving too fast in life, and you just drive away with the um. With the gas tank. I, I noticed, like, so, I, and I'd imagine it's kind of, because you do uh, audio-visual stuff, right? I do. Okay, I don't know if you want to talk about exactly where you work, but that's what you do. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about, yeah, that's okay. what I do. I do design work, so um, I talk to end users. <laughs> I'm trying not to give too many details. And well, my point was going to be, yeah, I feel ahead, like, sorry. so what <laughs> I, like, what I do, it, like, after a while, it becomes repetitive. Like, there's some intellectual control I have to have over it, but I'm sort of doing repetitive things. And I'd imagine you do the same thing. Like, does it ever get to a point where like, on th- like today at four o'clock, I was like, like my mind is just going a million miles a minute because I've just perfected whatever it is that I'm doing and I have an, like a goal in mind as to how much of this I need to get done by today. That's when I feel like, I'm like, you need to be careful with taking yourself out of that environment. And like trying to go do another fairly menial task because you'll probably fuck it up. Yeah, you know, you come out of your house, you're like, I, I got two kids at home. Like we, were, I was getting them ready for school or like whatever they're doing today. Like I got to go into work and lead this project. And the next thing you know, like I completely forgot that I have fossil fuels pumping into my fucking car. Right. Through a big rubber straw. Now remember to put on a wedding ring every morning. <laughs> yeah. Stuff, yeah. Stuff like that. Do you take it off? I actually can. I see yours. That was that was me touching the mic to Cam's ring. Do you take it off the shower? You wear it all the time. I wear it all the time. Okay, that's that's dope. You wear it in street fights. Always. <laughs> I got dad's strength now. Fuck you. It's titanium. It doesn't bend or anything. Really? Yeah. You went to okay. Uh, why'd you go with the titanium joint? Indestructible. Uh, I really didn't care what it was made out of. I just like the way it looked. Okay, it looks pretty sweet. Thank I'm you. Not gonna lie. I just what? wanted to be nice and plain. Yeah. You know, not flashy or anything. See, you already picked yours out. Yeah. So it was funny. So. Uh, my lovely bride to be had gone into a place, met with a, like uh, she was looking at getting whatever she had like resized or something like that. She's like, "Well, I'm here. I'm gonna take a look." She must have given this dude my number because the guy called. He's like, uh, "Mr. Policy, I have uh, wedding bands. Mm. They're on sale this week. Like we're talking probably about like 400 bucks." I was like, "That's a little bit more." So uh, this was on a voicemail, right? Mm. We get to the the place <clears throat> maybe a couple of days after he had called. 
I was like, I'm so-and-so. This dude, I could tell, had no idea who I was. He starts starts showing me. Well, here's the thing, though. He starts showing me wedding bands for like, no, for like a grand, right? Oh, okay. I was like, I'm not sure if you remember what we talked, like what you said on the voicemail, but like 400 was about twice as much as I'm looking to spend. So let's go take a look at it. My man's demeanor changed real quick. Oh, really? He went from offering me water to basically, like, I think when we left, he's (laughs) like, I'm going to mail it to you. (laughs) You know I mean? Oh really? Yeah. yeah. He uh-huh. was he was not happy that his commission went from a G to about one ninety four. That's you know shady, I mean? dude. He went yeah, fuck him. He went from offering you water yeah. to asking yeah. for your ID to use. I, your it's funny, card. man. I don't. I will not understand, and I don't. I don't know if like your brides, you know, were on this kind of thing. Like my girl, she's great and everything, but there'll be like the the band or some stuff. She like would she like this is what I want. I'm like, even if we had that kind of money, I'm not sure I would feel comfortable having children. They'd be like, you're going to public school now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we could we could have like, I don't want to spend a fucking grand on a wedding band for me, on some shit. I'm like a two hundred dollar. Get her one, a no nice. Get her a nice yes. band. Nobody cares right. about your ring. That's what I'm learning. Yeah, that's what I'm I learning. I got my shit on. I'll wear a paper sack. Seventy five dollars. Yeah. Did you really? On am- tung- tungsten, dude. Okay, that's the that's. I'll the, hook you up. That's oh, what sorry, I got I was tungsten. tungsten is it tungsten? Is it is it yeah. is the heavy ones tungsten? Yeah. I took it off for the hair gel. What did you <laughs> hair product, dude? Can't be. <laughs> gotta gotta have your priorities I straight. I mean, where did you get it from? Uh, I don't remember, but because I, I start, I'm not gonna I'll lie. Site, I, I typed it into Amazon more than once, and I was like, this even a buck ninety five sounds steep. This dude from my job got his wedding band from Amazon. Uh, it was like yeah. fifty bucks. Yeah, I can't yeah. complain about that. I went that. to Jared. I got mine for a buck seventy five. Okay, yeah, I went to Jared. Okay, yeah, I did. You went to Jared. I didn't. Um, it just happened to be there. I was checking it out, and I was like, that'll do. Yeah. I'll pay twenty five dollars for a fucking hamburger. I get it. I'm you not pay twenty five dollars for a hamburger if it was like top of the line, like super Kobe beef shit. That's not like there, there are things I'll spend money on, but the idea of spending like a grand on a fucking ring, right, right. well, a comparable one for two hundred dollars is out. That's right. incomprehensible to me. Right. So to to your point, Chuck, I have picked one out, and it's it's in the mail. It's, it's going to come in a fucking unsealed envelope <laughs> <laughs> with just one postage stamp on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking the name will be written in crayon. Mail is some bullshit. I gotta, I gotta oh, rant boy. about that oh, one. Oh boy! How about some music, real quick? Can I throw this can we one? Play, can we play I wax shouldn't. song? By the way, no, we, we were talking about daylight. Everybody's feeling this wax song. I'm feeling this wax song. Is the, the, the wax album. Shout out to shout out to Big Slop. Is it on the other bank? The, Sh- shout out, out to Big Slop. Big Slop. Yeah, hold on. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, they had one chance. One. This is Cubby Bear. You're listening to what? What up, y'all? This is. What up, y'all? This is Wax, and you are now listening to Chrome Bills. There you go. His All new right. album is phenomenal. The Cookout Chronicles. Open Mike Eagles on there. It's a whole bunch of people on there. That's dope. Yeah. The next, really, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's dope. The next album so that I put out will have the part from the Wax interview where midway through the interview, he realizes who I am. He's <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> dude, that's you? He's like, oh, wait, you're Kate Chromosome. You're dope. <laughs> right. That was really funny. <laughs> Oh All shit! Right. I didn't even know that was you, dude. That was so funny. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Mike by Wax. Big things fucking popping. 
tags out of the bags when Paul Bunyan shopping Why you look like you've been onion chopping Is it cause you considering just up and stopping I'm in the zone like Malone Getting one from Stockton I do this shit at home alone While no one is watching Tried quitting back when I thought it was an option Before I realized my blood is stocked with A concoction of various toxins Rap bars and beats Melodies in my arteries It's part of me and you can neither drain it nor contain it And it's best to unchain it than to try to tame it That's like trying to make a lion in the wild subsist Off a strictly quinoa or a diet of fish Or like trying to fist the asshole of an ant Picture that it ain't rocket science, homie, you can't Nope, I say dumb shit and have fun with this shit I do After one sip of that Pacifico witch's brew I say some shit and they love it, them kids in school Not no pundit, I'm just the one that they listen to When I rhyme, people crowd in the line Haven't had a real job since 2009 I remember how my bosses had me out of my mind I remember how the losses had me doubting my grind That was before I knew how to get mine Before I knew that how you define yourself is how you define So if you think you're a star, you'll undoubtedly shine It may be a tall mountain to climb but god damn it, you must forgive them, that's the hustle in them Little Russell Simmons living in the freaking muscles of my stomach region Someone feed him, he's hungry, they'll probably say But I don't eat, just drink, like a Somalian sommelier I made tracks of all sorts, got bigger over time like basketball shorts uh, Americana, marijuana, Budweiser, long neck My words hold extra weight like they're on deck Strong threat since waist high Already put a virus inside The AI you'll be replaced by You lightweight like balsa wood For me people root sooner Just like a motherfucker in Tulsa wood I'm on the same podium Where many bosses stood Quickly kill a rapper then I dip Like the sauce was good Colonel Mustard did it in the study With a journal full of cuss words Some Merlot and a bunch of herbs They say of drug use I'm much too proud Cause I'd rather see the clouds on mushrooms Rooms and see a mushroom cloud It's all peace Ain't fucking with that blah blah Catch me down in Baja Eating foie gras Call me botnaz It's lava like a live volcano Might wild out like Lyle Alzado Better yet Jose Canseco Little bit of juice and I'm making them hits Never get no pay in pesos But pretty soon I'll be making that switch Yeah yeah Getting a drink out in Tijuana Pacific or probably gonna be in my cup Then I'm hitting the links and I'm teeing one up for Gonna get off the grid and play golf And shit really off and it'll be awesome Swim with the dolphins till they close down on the lid of my coffin Barbecue like I was living in Austin So smart that you think I'm at Harvard You like I was living in Boston Rappers be doing these triplets often But I smoke cigarettes so it is getting exhausting Yo, lay back like Bob Marley singing Stir it up with the brew running through me like, like a, a Keurig, Keurig cup. cup. Hey, yo. Like a Keurig cup. Shout out to Lyle Alzado. Wild Lyle like Lyle Alzado. Actually died Yo, in 1992. Is... I had to Google that. <laughs> died in 1992. He was uh, Oakland Raiders defensive end. And the Broncos. There's a football there life about him. I've seen it. Um, Cole's seen every football life that's yeah. <laughs> the new series possibly starts. coming. New season of football life starts next Friday, okay. 16th. Uh, Wax, one of those artists, my opinion, keeps improving. Yeah. It's always going to see improvement with Wax, especially lyrically. Like that beat, that's cool. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not going to fucking blow your socks off, but like the rhyming is crazy. He makes that. the most out of it. Yeah. Definitely. I will also say that he's one of those dudes that is so talented as a musician overall, can play instruments, very good with the guitar. I think when you understand uh, music to that degree, it yep. makes you a better MC, obviously. Yep. But he really brings that to life. He knows music theory. Three or four different cadences on yep. one song. I don't think a lot of MCs would try right, that. Right, right. I love, I love like a, you know, uh, I don't want to say old school MC style, but he might as well be like more of a golden age kind of a guy who was brought up on golden era type uh, hip hop doing the new style and freaking it. You know what I mean? Now, I know I sent you guys this on Instagram too. He was on one of those. It was, was it a BET cipher? Yeah, he was on BET cipher. Yeah, to have like five people standing around, like he was just killing it. Very yeah. talented. Yep. We opened up for him at eight by ten, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say we, like literally we. Yeah, like, yeah. It's one of our groups. I yeah. don't remember. Yeah, it's funny. I what I remember most about that show was during the sound check for us because it was like four of us doing music and stuff like that and then me rhyming and then the sound check everything sounded great and then the actual show the sound guy just completely fucked up and then wax sound do, do you remember that at all not really okay i remember i remember because we had i think we used it as like a prep for one of the strathmore shows probably and we had a lot of different moving parts with the the music but there was a reason for it and when it came together it sounded good right and i think that might have been the first live run and i remember the sound man just fucked up that'll that'll throw you off a little he bit. took a shit yeah. yeah the thing is like with sound men and they if they have analog boards and you sound check five groups yeah if you don't write it down yeah. or you don't have a digital board where you can save presets, there's no yeah. point. You're a few knob twists away there's from no, that sounding there's right. There's no point, <laughs> you know? And it's like, you know, it all depends on how good you are and your, how seasoned you are. But the sound system in 8x10 was awesome. Yeah. What's 8x10? 8x10 is a, it's a club in Baltimore. It's okay. in Fells Point. It okay. used to be called the Funk Box. Fed Hill, oh, actually. Sorry, did right? I say Isn't Fells Federal Point? Hill? Federal, yeah, yeah, that's right. So you had like the auto bar, which was sort of like the black cat of yeah. Baltimore. There, yes, I guess yes. Sonar would be like nine thirty of that. Sonar's gone. Eight, is, is it, it really? really? Yeah, it's just it's been closed down for a long time. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think yeah, I saw a post on yeah, Facebook yeah. on that. Yeah. Eight by ten would be like a really good DC nine. Yes, but it's in a it's in a very upscale area though, if I remember yeah, correctly. It's in Federal Hill. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's crazy to me because I I remember. Uh, what I always thought about that place, I was like, God, this would be a bitch if you were driving down here. But there's so much foot traffic in that area that mm-hmm. I think people will go check out shows. Yeah. Right, yes. That's that. It's literally in the part of Federal Hill that's on, I think it's Market it's Street. Cross Street. Or Cross, yeah. Cross Street, Cross Street Market, yeah. right? Where it's just the entire strip of right. bars that's and restaurants. there. Yeah. Cool place. Fuck the sound, man. What about Soundstage? My favorite, one of my Did favorite pizza soundstage? spots right there. I saw Redman at Soundstage. Yeah. That was fire. It's an okay place. It's just it was just okay. So the, as far as a venue, soundstage, it was just okay. Um, when they opened up, they bought the sound system from Bourbon Street. Okay. Bourbon Street used to be the old Hammerjacks. Okay, Hammerjacks. He Hammerjacks. Hammerjacks. So performing live, a Guns N' Roses cover band. <laughs> so there's something I want to talk about. Um, okay. My, Are you gonna beef with me again? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not beefing with you. I'm just looking in your direction. All right. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. The, bo- the body language of this. Has so, been it's very nice. Good. I'm going to tilt this camera here for you. No, it has nothing to do with us. Okay. But two of our good friends. Okay. DJ Rags okay. and Bo Jenkins. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. And, uh, right. Okay. Who are you? And, who are you? Uh, who are you? Who are you? I, in the past podcast, um, the style I haven't, haven't given DJ Rags different. enough props 
um, you know, he's one of my really good friends and, and uh, haven't hung out with him enough uh, in recent years, but um, I always had really good fun DJing with him at uh, South Beach for a crumb. Yeah, oh yeah. Tisworth party. Yeah. But him and Bo Jenkins have the opportunity to uh, play at the White House. What? Yes. Absolutely. Really? They're doing like a. Oh, yeah. I think I got yeah, an email. They're doing about this. like some show at the White House. <laughs> what? And, I had well, heard this. So, so, so if you go, um, just go to DJ wow. Rag's page, uh, Brian Raganisi, or Bo Jenkins' page. Raganisi. And you can nominate them to perform live at the White House. Okay. That's insane. Um, I don't know when this podcast is coming up. Hopefully, it won't be too late. It's to coming out Monday, them. so we're going to hook Monday? that up. Okay. I hope that's enough time. Monday will be what? The 12th? Um, September 12th. But, uh, yeah, so go go to their page, get all the info, and nominate them to play at the White House. Wow, that's, that's crazy. To put that out there. I wonder how many people that will vote in that contest but won't vote in the general election. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Rags. I actually talked to I, him today I, would, I will say this, too. Playing a rap show at the White House when Obama's there, better than playing a rap show at the White House when Donald Trump is there. <laughs> Probably an easier crowd. Agreed. Right. Agreed. The cool thing about... Yo, by the way, is... I know there's a long list of like we should share this interviews share this. that should happen on Chrome Bills, but Obama. I feel like Jenkins is. Oh, near we, the top so we talked. Uh, I he texted me. He's got a record coming out soon. We talked about it. We actually did, and you and and uh, Steve both signed off on it. It's just a matter of when are we going to do it. The cool, the oh, cool thing right. about Bo about Jenkins it. is that like when the three of us were doing so many shows in the 2000s, there was like a group of younger guys mostly out of Virginia that were coming up and trying to do their own thing. Right. And he was one of them. And, uh, you know, their level of development was kind of all around the same. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, not, I would only see them when we would do shows in Virginia. Right. And, you know, here and there in DC, but you know, we, I never really made my way. I never hung out and partied in Virginia, but I remember, a few years had passed, and I saw Bo Jenkins again, and I was like, holy shit. Well, you know where he played with us the last time was he opened the first Nancy show at Strapwood. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, it. it was before that where yeah. you know I noticed his level of development had increased big time, and I was like. Cam, you know what it was? It was when it was my 30th birthday, the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, we played at. Jam and Java. What's the place? Jam and Java. Yeah, yeah Jam oh, right. and Java. Yes. It was you, me, and Crayola oh, playing. Man, that show was so good. Right? There's a really good there freestyle is. online. I forgot. For that, That's actually. online yeah. somewhere. And Crayola's beatboxing, yes. and I'm, I'm freestyling and using cuts on it. And that was actually, we were we were opening for, uh, it was Bojanks, and uh, he was either playing with Beta or he was playing with like Mad Names or both. Uh, but I remember they killed it that night. They absolutely That was a lot of fun. It. That was a lot of fun. But yeah, I mean, I was just so surprised. Um, by his dedication and like you know his heart is so big when he and he's so funny. good too yeah. you know <laughs> when he was i think a junior in high school he emailed me it was after uh we had opened for atmosphere in like 2004 yeah and so he emailed me he was like yo i go to Hernan high school i caught you at the show i thought you were really dope like would you can i interview you for a high school project that's oh, wow. how we met yeah wow and so like he asked me you know like he sent the questions i wrote him and ever since then he was like yo you like you, you basically wrote the paper for me i got an a <laughs> he's very talented man he's actually i think through him is how i met the sleepy hollows people which is where i did the junkie song nice uh but Bo records a lot of stuff out there he big has a big new, up Neil Beggins. Yes, very, you know, very good dude. <laughs> it's crazy because I feel like so much of rap music is like 
Boom. Everybody's Boom. fucking whack. But then, like, when I think about the people that I'm down with, I'm like, oh, I know some cool ass people. I'm telling Statistically, you. Statistically, all the shit that I've ever talked about in rap can't be correct. I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> you know? No, like, the people that we have done shows yeah. with in the area and era that we, you know, were brought ourselves up with in yeah. terms of doing shows and shit, like, it's just insane. Right. It really is. Like, we know so many talent pe- talented people. It's, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. It really is. And it's, and there was a time where it was so good and so competitive that people would be like, Oh, Doja Rays is playing tonight. I'd be like, yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> and then yeah. like, then like a couple of years later, I was like, why was I hating right. on this guy or even like slighting know, him? He was yeah, awesome. Like it was just so. I was like, it's not C's, it's not K Beta, and complaining <laughs> about shows and like, you know, the format and how shows were were handled. And then now we're like, I wish we had those shows again. Well, you know, it's it's funny yeah. because I would totally be the second person on a six group yeah. bill and go on at ten thirty. <laughs> the older <laughs> I get, right. the older I get, the less inclined I am to go out and do shit. Though, same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, those those days are are almost. You know, I go out here and there, but very rarely, and I'm okay with that. So know? when you spent your weekly at uh, it was Dovecote mm-hmm. uh, Cafe. It's in the it's in the daytime. Okay. Yeah, what time? Day. Um, we try to get there around ten. During uh, it's it a weeknight? Saturday. Or, okay. Oh, ten in the morning. Is it a, morning. Is it a weeknight at ten, 10 in the morning? morning? <laughs> so Saturdays. It's, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds. That's what's yeah, up, dude. Right. I'm trying to DJ at ten a.m. For a morning, dad, dude. you're like, yo, I've been Hell up for yeah. four hours, man. This is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, Steve's like, I get up at <laughs> six, like, oh, dude. I'm like going at nine. I need to. That even I'll warm you guys up. Spend at ten a.m. Like, I'm hitting my peak at at nine thirty in the morning, dude. It's, How long will you play for? We'll play till noon. Okay. Oh, okay. that's what's up. Yeah, the food there is really good. I'm too. loving oh, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of which, what's, do we have options? Yeah. Does is there pizza whole, delivery? I, yeah, I got a, a um, Cuban extra firm tofu up there, <laughs> and uh, oh god, some. Uh, What'd you have for dinner last night, Cole? I had a Heineken, a vodka with pickle juice, a IPA, and a big old block of tofu. Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll go out. We can go out. We're, okay. clo- we're close to civilization. Nothing. <laughs> no, we're good. Are you really? It's 11, 11 p.m. in suburbia. No, we're good. We're good. On a weeknight. Yeah. That's aggressive. I'm tear it up, dude. I need the shit out of a quarter pound. No, we're good. With cheese. Yeah, we got options. Cam, you're not, you're not vegetarian, none of that shit? I'm not. No. Okay. Were you ever? Have you ever considered it? No. No. Okay. Right. okay. I mean, I could. I totally could. Yeah. I, I mean, I love all food. I love, you know, but yeah. I... I don't discriminate. Your little guy comes home when he's eight. He's like, "I'm a vegan now." You're cool with that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, you gotta I'm, respect his I'm choices. Very easy you know? Going. Okay. And then when he smells whatever I'm cooking, he's like, oh, maybe I yeah. consider that ribs. But no, no, no. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I'm. Whatever he wants to be, as long as it's not hurting anybody and hurting himself, I'm cool with it. Okay. I completely agree. He's like, That's just beautiful. don't be a bitch yeah. about it. <laughs> you cooking a lot, huh? <laughs> Always. Okay. Always. Oh, you stay cooking. Always. Okay. Yeah. What you what are you what are you working with? What do you what do you? What so you dinner doing? dinner five nights a week. How many of those meals are you making? <laughs> so recently, recently, so I'm you know in a situation where my wife doesn't have to work that much. So okay, she's bumping her schedule. So you're down. rich, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit. Um, yeah. So she's been doing a lot of cooking, which is awesome. Okay, so I come home and it's already taken care of. Wow. Okay. Other than that, um. Uh, I really, really enjoy cooking. I've been cooking since I was a little kid. Okay. And my family is a cooking family. And, uh, yeah, I can I can make, uh, you know, 
almost anything. Okay. Yeah. All right. I really enjoy it. I I enjoy going to the grocery store too. Yeah. As weird as that sounds. No, not weird at all. Um, you know, I grew up in a house where we all helped each other out, mm-hmm. and everyone helped cook, and I had to take care of myself, and I did my laundry and ironed my clothes when I was eight. Okay. Know? And like, uh, we all had to go to the grocery store together, except for my dad. I was so jealous. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I got to learn about buying food and knowing what how much things should it's cost. It's dope, right? It is dope. And, yeah. and I assume that everyone knew that sort of thing until, you know, you talk to your friends later on. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I don't even know how to cook anything. I press two on the microwave, <laughs> then yum-yums. Right, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I wish I had more time to cook more. Yeah. And... I tell my wife that if I had to do it over again, I probably would go to culinary school. Really? I okay. Would. Absolutely. See, that's, uh, you're glad I asked these stupid questions. Now, uh, it's I, a great I question. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I like watching. I mean, my so my at growing up, I remember every Saturday and Sunday, we would all watch like Yan Can Cook. Yeah. And we Cam would watch cook. Um, <laughs> Julia Child. We would, watch, we would just watch cooking shows. Yeah. Even to this day, That's if I go to my folks' episode. house on the weekend, yeah. they're watching Food Network. They're watching all this stuff. They're looking. And like we email recipes every day. Like really? Every really? day I get recipes from my, my mom and my sisters like all huh. the time. And like we're like, and when we have family get-togethers it's like oh i just found this recipe it's good blah 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 wow. and it's like when we try stuff yeah. i'm jealous what would you do all the recipes have olive oil yeah. <laughs> and basil <laughs> and garlic do you what i was, I was dying at the go. last episode <laughs> I, was I was like oh my god it's so true <laughs> What uh? What, what would have you been your there? game? You do, you're an entree man. You're gonna do some pastry chef shit. Like if you went to culinary school, um, what would have been your major? I don't know. Braised I, beef. I, I didn't. You know, I didn't even like look. I, I didn't even look into be it because I was like, maybe I can make this still happen. You know, okay. And I, I don't have time. So. But I, you were telling me earlier too. You got you had uh, fucking schools asking you to come play football for them. Yeah. But they they weren't coming correct with the AV shit. Well, at the time it wasn't AV shit. What was it? So physics. I, so initially, I went to school for electrical engineering, but okay. I switched to physics. Physics, I, I right? Came, yeah. I continued with that. Yeah. I remember so when when I first met you and like I I'd, I'd come to your crib out in uh in it wasn't Gaithersburg. <laughs> so my I lived in Damascus, Damascus, but my folks had a Gaithersburg address. It was weird. Okay. But yeah, don't worry about well, it. Well, I was like I was like a fucking bullshit journalism major. And I was like, what's this textbook? You're like, I'm a physics major. I get to like page two. I was like, well, I'm done with that. I, don't, I have no idea. What's I'm, using, I'm using quantum right. mechanics to make computers. Yeah. Oh oh Yo, how do you remember that? <laughs> Holy shit. That's right. The, the commercial that you were in. Yo, we got to get a still frame of that. And that's got to be the cover for this album. Dude, this, uh, dude, that needs episode. to be on the soundboard tomorrow. Okay. Okay. What is, what's the <laughs> line? What's the first it part is, of it? I'm using quantum mechanics. No, no. Did we talk about this in the last episode? No, I don't know if we have. But we we might have. That's we might have. I bring it up. Do you guys want to, <laughs> I bring it up all the time. Using do, you, do you guys want to talk about like how all that should happen? Or is it, you know, yeah, know. absolutely. So, um, well, let's <laughs> tell joke. let's tell the audience what it was. Okay, so and then um, t- tell us how it happened. Okay, so I was in a a commercial. I went to Towson University, and uh, I earned a degree in physics. And I was in a commercial for Towson to wow. you know get people to go to Towson. They put you in a field though. In a field, yeah. That 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 ended up happening. So I I did a lot of undergraduate research, and most of it was in uh, nanotechnology. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So, 
you guys are learning a lot. So <laughs> I uh, walk into my research advisor's office and with my partner, because we, we were partnering on our research. And he said, hey, uh, are you guys interested in being in a commercial? My partner just kept walking. <laughs> wow. And I He's was like, genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he literally was too. Like he was, <laughs> he was that type. Yeah. You, you know, that's what you get when you go and you go there. And um, so of course I stuck around. I'm like, yeah, sure. Let me, I'll see what it's all about. And he was like, he gave me a little piece of paper. He was like, go to this room on this time and talk to them about it. I'm like, all right. I'm thinking it's a low budget thing. Right. You know, Towson students will be mm. shooting the stuff. Some sock puppets. Didn't know what to expect. Thought it was just nothing, right? right. Ah, what, do, what do I know? Right. I go to the play, and he was like, just talk about some nanotechnology stuff. I'm like, all right. I walk over there at the place and the time. There's a whole bunch of people in the hallway. There's a table with a whole bunch of forms, and there's a lady telling people what to do. I'm like, yeah, I'm here for the commercial. She was like, fill out this paperwork. You can sit over there, give me the paperwork where you're, when you're done, and we'll call you. I'm like, all right. And you're one of how many people? I mean, there's probably maybe eight people in the okay. hallway. Okay, okay. I didn't, you know, didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Fill out the paperwork, and the paperwork is like all your information, like your age and your height and your weight and what size clothes you wear and stuff. I'm okay. Like, That's weird. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Your religious views. I gave him the paper, <laughs> and this is like in between classes. Yeah. I didn't practice. I didn't do anything. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll make something up. Okay. Holy shit. I'm sorry. What you ended up saying was not a script. <laughs> it wasn't a script, but wow. that was what I was doing. Yeah. And I, I really was doing that at the time. So yeah. I, I, they call my name. They're like, just go into this room. I'm like, all right. I walk into the room and it's a huge L table okay. with 10 people sitting around and a camera on a tripod, a big major camera yeah not like a camcorder right and an x on the ground okay and i was like holy shit this yeah. is an audition yeah and i was just like uh, i walked in the director was there there's producers there it was like a full-fledged right production right i walk in and the guy says all right so what do you do and i was like I use nanotechnology to make computers more powerful. And then he said it in like a different way to 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 have me say it in a Get different fire a different inflection. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, so what do you do? So what do you do? You right, know, so right. what do you so what do you do? Right. And you're supposed to answer appropriately. <laughs> it's weird. It was weird. And I was That's like amazing. and I'm like, I'm I'm guessing he's doing this because he wants me to say it differently. So right. I'll just play along. And I, I use just kept doing it. To make computers I kept faster? doing it and that's what I was doing, you know, right. stuff like that. So I was like, all right. I'll, I was like, I don't Oh, whatever. Right. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So then I get an email saying, hey, we want you to. Yeah, they liked what they saw. Come, no, 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 no. So they, they were like, we want you to come to location. Okay. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I think it was like February or right. something, right? So it was at, I can't even remember the place. It's like a restaurant up in Baltimore County. Like, Wasn't it, it outdoors? Was in, it was outdoors. So it was at this restaurant. I can't remember what it's called, like Family Something. It's in Hereford. If you Google it, you'll find it. People love it. I hear people talk about it, whatever. Okay. 200 people. So I don't know how many people they uh, uh, interviewed or right. uh, auditioned. auditioned. Right. I don't know how many people. 200 people got called to go to the site to read lines wow. on film. 
But you were in a room with eight people. Where else were they just well, doing this all over it was Maryland? Like a, it was like a, um, a no, no, no. They were all faculty and uh, students that okay. were that were auditioning. Wow. So I guess it was throughout the, all the departments on campus. Okay. And there were just there were certain times for certain departments to be there. That's why I had to be there at a certain time on a uh, certain day. Okay. So there just happened to be eight people in the hallway right. for that time slot. Right. So I was selected out of 200 people to go to site to read whatever lines they had. And those had time slots. There was a trailer. They did makeup. They did wardrobe. They had to like makeup over my birthmark. You know, it was like, it was weird. And um, how many of you were there for that? 200. 200. Okay. And we all got paid. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. It might not have been 200. I got paid 200 bucks to show up. Okay. There might have been maybe seventy five. So in your okay, so your your group of eight, there was say like ten others of those, and then they selected seventy five out of that. Well, none of the people in the hallway I saw there. Okay, so yeah, they didn't, they make, didn't make the cut, yo. I don't know how many people. <laughs> I don't know how many people auditioned. Did you ever? Would, would you have talked shit if you had seen them? Nah, I'm like not. y'all, y'all ain't got these chops, you get these bitch. Nanotechnology, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you know, so I get I get there. And it's freezing. Yeah, it's, it, it's February snowed, in Baltimore. It, it snowed right. a little bit, and like I had to be out in the middle of this field with <laughs> this Italian sweater that had it might have not even been a sweater. It might have been like one of those Jamaican net fish fishnet tank tops. Right. Okay. The air was just going in and piercing. Yeah, yeah. I, they gave me like you know those warmer packs, yeah. and I had them in my pockets. The first line I do. I my mouth was frozen. It was like, and I, they had to cut and I had to do it again. So I they're like, we're using uh, thermodynamics to keep your hands warm. Well, here's what I don't understand about that too. They're like, oh, you know, we have uh, this chemical that we put in a sack that'll keep you warm. Do you just have a winter jacket? No, no we didn't think to bring right, that. Right. So I had my jacket on the whole entire time, except when we had to shoot. I'd take it off okay. and uh, then, ah, okay. then, then, then walk up. But it was so cold, it didn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that, and I was like, you know, you still don't know if you're going to be in the commercial or not. So, I mean, there was, I don't know how many people. I say 75. There could have been more or less, but there was a lot of people. Yeah. Like, a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. And um, I happened to be one of the people that they selected for the commercial. That's amazing. And and they didn't tell me what markets it was going to be airing in okay. and when. So yeah. like this happened one year, and then a year later, <laughs> they kept playing it. If they kept playing. What was it, the what was the uh, what was it called? Uh, um, House thinking Future? thinking outside. Okay. Oh shit! Here we go. Uh, yeah, come on, dog. Well, we're phone, definitely getting. Oh, I want to hear this. Your phone's not dead anymore. Like no, what? I brought it back. All right. Well, <laughs> good pull. So good yeah, pull. Yeah. So um, the crazy part is that thinking you know, out loud or thinking outside. Thinking outside. Okay. So the crazy thing the is cold. that it. I know. <laughs> so the crazy thing is that um, a year later, when I just happened to get like a phone call from a friend, like, "Hey, I think I might have seen you on TV." <laughs> you didn't know that you had made made it into the no, commercial. I didn't know oh, that okay. I made it, but I didn't know. I thought they were going to play it like around Baltimore. Yeah. So like they played it in Montgomery County. They yeah. played it in Virginia. Yeah, like national. people were calling me up, and they were like, "I saw you in the Wizards yeah, game yeah, yeah, yeah. four times." Last night. <laughs> like I'm like I don't that was so long I, yeah. yeah that was me I did oh it. you know that's what it was too was that was around the time when everyone was watching the Wizards and they were playing it during every right. game right so yeah people were hitting me up constantly about it yeah it was it was cool well it's one of those things too I remember the first time I saw it I was dying <laughs> laughing and I was like there's nothing actually funny about this like if I didn't know you I'd be like that guy was pretty smooth but just the fact that it was you I was like this is fucking hysterical <laughs> It's like uh, when you, a bunch of us came to your crib last summer 
And we were watching uh, who, <laughs> yeah, one of your yeah, friends was an extra in an episode of um, House of Cards. House of Cards, right yeah. during the debate. Yeah, but it shows him. Was he like? Shout out to Dave Martinez. Yeah, shout out to Dave. Was he? Oh, nice. But he, like somebody out, he was like, "Look at this person in the crowd." And they were like asleep, or somebody was like looking at their phone. Right, right. Yeah. Extra work's got to be tough, man. Right. Would you? So what happened? Technology to make computers more powerful. <laughs> 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 yeah. Give it to me one more time. By the way, that's going on the soundboard. How is that not on the soundboard? I'm using nanotechnology to make computers more powerful. <laughs> Shit is amazing. And you're like in a field with the sun shining behind you. Yeah, the field and the clouds. <laughs> it's it was really, a, it was actually a very nice. beautiful day yeah, minus nice. the temperature. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy we found this. Did you ever think about doing voiceover work or absolutely Hollywood acting or anything? No, nah, not not. A friend of mine was like, "Yo, you should get your SAG card." Yeah, seriously. And I'm like, eh, nah. <laughs> but I actually have been thinking about doing voiceover yeah. stuff because it's like it's easy money, but yeah. it's a hard thing to break into. I've I've tried repeatedly to uh, to break into right. it. It's very competitive. Right, really? Right. Yeah, oh my very god. Super. Huh. Yeah. Because it's, it's like you said, like it's such an easy way to make supplemental income. Right. If you imagine how dope it'd be if you're like, all right, you know, I'll do these three commercials. I'll, I'll knock that out. You've got your recording set up at home. Right. Well, so can't catch the, the reference. Demand for that is pretty can't high. Yada 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 over that. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. I believe I've like email. I've got. I actually got an email today. They're like, did you did you submit your request for the evaluation demo tape? I'm like, all right, like, I'm just getting ripped off uh, if I pursue this anymore. Right. But who knows? It does seem so money, like the dream yeah. job. Like, hey, can you show up and read this paper? Right. <laughs> yeah. Do I you do love it. your cat? I could do you don't it. even show up if you have a studio in your house. Right. That's true. Right. Yeah. Uh, like Open Mike Eagle has a line. He's like, I go into my VO box at home I'm like this dude's doing fucking voiceover work at home because he's probably got like a demo set up yep. yeah he's still trying to f- fix his condenser mic preamp <laughs> yeah very true <laughs> we gotta get him on here yeah, you know what you need that C-clamp he needs a C-clamp C-clamp <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, under the heat lamp under the heat lamp uh, Cam you got some music for us I do let's hear some shit so uh, the cool thing about mystery sound is that uh we share music a lot, and we're starting to work on collaborate co- co- collaboration. Sorry, just made a word up. Collaboration to different styles. I'm using nanotechnology to make computers more powerful. <laughs> I'm using oh, nanotechnology. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So one thing that I, I really enjoy about uh, DJ Superstar, he's in the crew, is that he'll casually send us a, a group email saying, mm. oh, I, "I just." I imagine his voice sounding like this in the in the in the email. It's mm. like, oh, here's a joint I made like a year ago, and that's it. And it, and I just imagine him saying it very nonchalantly. Like, oh, like, check this out. It's my throwaway yeah, shit is, right this here. This is something I made a year ago. When uh, no, is this I was going to delete it, but uh, no, no, no. Just but is this unreleased? It's unreleased. It's going to okay. be on definitely on the compilation volume two. Okay. And uh, what's it called? It's called Where Deserted Eagles Fly. Okay. Hold on, we're getting the feedback thing again. Well, do we want to go out on this? Woo! Let's go out on this. Woo! Let's go out. It's 11.15. All right, that's fine. You guys are keeping me up. Oh, we're keeping Chuck, Chuck up late. Should I play it? Yeah, play it. Okay. Well, yeah, definitely play it. This is what we'll go out on. Cam, thank you for joining us. Episode 111. 
Thank you, sir. iTunes and SoundCloud. Thank you, Steve. Fun. Chuck, it's always a pleasure, my man. And always thanks for having me. Man. I always love coming by. Yo, next time I'm in Baltimore, we're going to Poly G's. Definitely. Definitely. Please. It's open. It's right near my house. Hey, everybody out there, Yo, be sure you subscribe. <laughs> pause, pause real quick. Yeah. We'll, play, we'll give this to love it deserves. Make sure that you check out Chrome Bills on Instagram. Make sure you're checking out Mystery Sound Recordings on Instagram. We'll have the YouTube up and running. Word. Can you guys hear that? Yes. You can hear it? Yeah. It's pronounced. And I don't hear it. whisper, it won't follow us. So you don't hear anything, right, Chuck? Nothing nope. weird. Everything sounds kosher? Yep. Okay, right. cool. All right, that's fine. All right. Adios, Chrome Billionaires. One, two, three, four. Take it back.
City.